I would read stories of the saints and would talk about how they went in front of our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament, right? In front of the tabernacle. And they would pray. And hours would feel like minutes. Just time flew by. And I would go do that and park myself in front of our Lord in the Eucharist. And I'll tell you this. Hours didn't feel like minutes. Minutes felt like hours. Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz, and this is Ascension Presents. So I was reading in the Catechism recently. It's called the Catechism of the Catholic Church. It is phenomenal. Honestly, no commercial. Well, it's commercial, but it's, it's worth it. I love the Ascension edition. I was actually talking with some people who worked at Ascension the other day, and I was like, you guys, what you guys did with this is amazing. Okay, commercial over. Anyways, reading the book, <laughs> the Catechism of the Catholic Church, you know this, there are four pillars of the Catechism. There's first pillar, what we believe, the creed, right? The second pillar is how we worship, the sacraments. The third pillar is how we live, morality, life in Christ. And the fourth pillar is prayer, like how we pray as, as Catholic Christians. And one of my favorite sections in the Catechism is in this fourth pillar. And there's a section called the battle of prayer. I don't know if I've ever talked about this before, but I am a big fan. Not because I'm like, oh, Father Mike, you think you're tough? You're going to the battle of prayer? That's not the reason why. I do not think I'm tough and I don't want to go into the battle of prayer. The reason why I'm so grateful for the section, the battle of prayer in the catechism of the Catholic church is because when I started praying like on purpose, like it was my own, on my own time instead of my parents telling me or the school I went to telling me, when I started praying on my own, one of the things I realized was it was hard. And I thought I was doing something wrong because the impression I got from reading these stories of these saints who like sounded like they went into mystical trance every single time they went to prayer, pray is I thought it would be like a hot tub. You know, how like you get in the hot tub, it's just like, oh, this is just, just soak it up, man. Like this is God's grace. You're in the presence of Jesus. Just, just, just soak. Like this should be the easiest thing in the world. And it wasn't the easiest thing in the world, man. It was, it was tough. So then again, my consolation, the consolation I experienced when I realized in the catechism where it says prayer is a battle. It always presupposes effort. I was like, oh my gosh, praise the Lord, because I thought I was doing something wrong. Let's, let's, let's go actually look at what it says here. It says in the, in the catechism, paragraph 2725, it says, prayer is both a gift of grace and a determined response on our part. Both a gift of grace and a determined response on our part. So obviously, we, prayer is always a response. It's a response to God's initiative. God is the one who invites us to pray. God is the one who enables us to pray. Again, remember, we do not know how to pray. We need the Holy Spirit to teach us how to pray. We do not know how to pray as we ought. But prayer is a gift of grace. And it's a determined response on our part. The second sentence here in paragraph 2725 says, it always presupposes effort. Which means, I'm gonna have to engage with God's grace. So the image is this, it's less, maybe it's less like, maybe it's less like a hot tub where you just kind of get in there and just kind of soak. And maybe, but maybe the analogy of like water is okay. Maybe it's less like a hot tub and more like swimming. Here's my analogy. Let me float this by you. Boom, boom, get it? Okay, let me float this by you. So you get into a swimming pool and if there's water, you can swim. If there's no water, you can't swim. So water is grace. If it's not there, good luck trying to float. You can't float. But if the water is there, you have to, you get into the pool and you have to kind of like move, right? You have to, you have to cooperate with the grace in order to stay afloat. Sometimes it's really easy, right? Sometimes all you have to do is just like lay back there, maybe fan out your fingers, you know, kick your feet a little bit and you can just, you can, you can stay afloat. So sometimes prayer is like that, right? Sometimes prayer is you can re relax in the pool if you want to stay afloat. And that is, some prayer is like that. Sometimes prayer is you get into it and you're just like, okay, this is actually a place of peace. This, I'm actually in a place of rest right now and it's, it's wonderful. It's, it's incredible. It's, it's a great blessing. 
But sometimes you're gonna swim laps, right? If you're gonna get fit, if you're gonna like learn how to how to how to live this Christian life, I'm I'm really <laughs> conflating my analogies here. If you're gonna live, learn how to swim, you're gonna have to go do laps, right? If you're gonna learn how to swim, there's some days you're gonna have to kick really hard. If you learn how to swim, there's some days you have to like again really paddle really hard. But the grace of the water, right? You have to cooperate with it. We all know what it's like. Maybe you don't know what it's like to, when you didn't know how to swim and you just kind of splashed around in the pool and like you sink still. We have to learn how to cooperate with God's grace. I can be in, in that place of prayer and God's grace can be there. I have to learn how to move. I have to learn how to pray. And it always presupposes effort. In fact, it goes on to say, the great figures of the old covenant before Christ, as well as the mother of God, the saints, and Jesus himself all teach us this. Prayer is a battle. And that's just the truth. So again, not, not, not like beat your chest, like I'm gonna go to battle, go to pray. But that sense of the consolation of, okay, this is difficult sometimes. So even, even getting to prayer sometimes is difficult. And that's what the next says. It says prayer is a battle against whom? It says, well, against ourselves. I mean, honestly, think about this. How many times when you intend to go to pray, to go to pray and you're like, I have a thousand other things I could do right now. And when, when you like even want to go to pray, but you get in your own way. Like then, the prayer is a battle against ourselves, first of all. And then it goes on to say, and against the wiles of the tempter who does everything that he can to keep us away from union with God. Because there's someone who doesn't want you to pray. And it's not your next door neighbor. There's someone who doesn't want you to pray and it's not Hollywood. There's someone who doesn't want you to pray and it's not whatever you think your enemy is. It is the, the enemy, the wiles of the tempter, who will do everything he possibly can to keep you away from the reason you're made, which is, to have union with God. And we cannot get to union with God unless we're willing to engage in the battle of prayer. Unless we're willing to respond to that offer of grace, that invitation of God's grace to actually take up arms, right? To actually put some effort and show up for prayer. And then we, when we do pray, to engage in that prayer. Now, here's the last thing. Because of this paragraph, 2725, this is very important because most of us miss it. It says this, it says, we pray as we live, because we live as we pray. If we do not want to act habitually according to the spirit of Christ, neither can we pray habitually in his name. We live as we pray because we pray as we live. So yes, prayer is a battle. Yes, prayer presupposes effort. But also, we prepare ourselves for prayer when we do what? Well, when we live according to the spirit of Jesus. A lot of us, maybe not you, maybe, maybe not me, maybe not all of us all the time, but a lot of us, some of the time, we want to live our life on our own out here. But then we want to be able to show up and pray to the Lord Jesus however we want. And we cannot fail to live habitually in his name, which means just consistently, not perfectly, but consistently in the spirit of Christ. And then also hope to pray habitually in his name. That our, our life and our prayer have to actually match up with each other. Again, not perfectly, but at least consistently. Does that make sense? I can't say the rest of my life I'm going to do what I want, but I go to pray and say, God, thy will be done. No, I have to, in my life, say, God, thy will be done so that in my prayer, when I say thy will be done, I'm telling the truth. But remember this. When that's hard, that's okay. When that's difficult, that's okay. <laughs> prayer always presupposes effort. And everything in the Bible and everything in the Catechism teaches us this one thing. It's a gift of grace but prayer is always a battle. So don't be afraid. God's with you. Anyways, from all of us here at Essence Presents, my name is Father Mike.
God bless.